0: tuesday morning we are back on it and we go to our hotline where mike todd awaits he is your mike is your official title the blue jacket in arena host
1: i think that's the i think that's the official title you know the last time i talked to you jerry i already had a couple of shots of jameson and me Uh,
0: yes (laughs) thank you for coming to our breakfast club at the ugly mug boy that was a good morning huh
1: Oh my gosh, that was an amazing time!
0: Yeah, Blue Jackets in Tampa for two. The first one tonight at seven. Have you ever done road games with the team?
1: Have not. No, I'm just. Uh, I've I've gone two games on the road a couple of times, but I've um, just as a fan. But no, I've never never traveled.
0: What there. cities did you go to?
1: Uh, been to Tampa. Uh, okay. Been to been to New York.
0: How is Tampa's uh, arena?
1: It's it's beautiful the Amelie Arena it's absolutely outstanding um, it's it's a great experience of course you know you're right there on the bay right and, beautiful and, and and their their arena host Greg Wolf I so think he does an amazing
0: job too yeah I've heard good things on their hockey arena but boy does their baseball stadium suck down there in Tampa wow
1: <laughs> yeah I've been there a few times myself yeah now the parking lot apparently there may be some uh, there may be some unmarked graves. No. That parking
0: lot. Oh. There that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Under you there. should go up to uh, the D there and and check out that little Caesars Arena, the LCA they call it.
1: I so want to go up there. Some of my some of my buddies from the Jackets have been. up I there. I liked it. They say it's their. They say it's one of their favorite arenas.
0: I now. thought it was it was pretty damn cool. And then I get up this morning and I knew we had Jan and i'm sifting through the social media blue jacket noise and boy this torts to philadelphia rumor i don't like that i love that guy and he's he's done so much good for our community and i know nothing is official but have you heard that as well
1: i haven't heard anything about that and it's it's you know he is yeah. the best he's the best coach in jacket's history as far as i'm concerned and it's I love it. Things are turned out. It's sad the way things are turned out this this season. You hope they can still turn it around, but I'm a torch guy through and through.
0: Well, so I'm, I am as well. So the reason I wanted to have you on, and I saw, speaking of Twitter, I saw a photo of you and you were holding up a Damn the Torpedoes album, vinyl album, yeah. which is no big deal, but you were at work, you were inside the arena uh, pregame and holding that up. How did that, uh, are fans bringing you vinyl now? What's going on with that?
1: It's crazy. Um, uh, over, over the uh, past summer, uh, during the, the pandemic, um, one of my buddies who works at the Blue Jackets, Dave Traubb, He gave me his old turntable, and I just fell down. So I fell down the rabbit hole of vinyl, and I, you know, posted it on social media that I enjoy listening to vinyl now. And some fans are like, "Hey, do you have this album?" And I've had them bring me Tom Petty albums, Uh Stanley, uh, Judas Priest albums. Like somebody brought me a Ronnie James Dio album, and it's crazy. Oh, that's great! So it's kind of a thing now it's 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 huge I mean there's such there's such a community of vinyl enthusiasts right um, here here in central Ohio my buddy Joe Kester's from Pickerington. he's a big fan and he sure he's Archie's, Archie's um podcast on vinyl right, right. Like vinyl analysis and, and, and he, yeah so you know it's uh it's a huge thing, and it's just amazing how many how many fans of vinyl there are here. In
2: and, Ohio. and Mike, I was telling Jerry earlier. I mean, fans of vinyl, they're purists. I mean, the true fans are like, nope. This the sound is just so much better on vinyl than the digitally reproduced and everything else. They they prefer the sound of vinyl.
1: I enjoy the sound of vinyl. For me, it's the whole experience. Yeah, I of- do too just you know kind of opening up the vinyl uh you know getting it out preparing it. it's almost like a zen-like quality to getting stuff ready to sit down and listen to it i kind of equate it to like streaming music and listening to music is cool it's kind of like having a nice cold beer but when you sit down and and you're you're listening to vinyl it's, it's like more, it's, it's yeah ritual. you are it's correct like, it's, it's, it's like, like a, making a cocktail you right know? yes kind of taking the time to do it and it's just a whole experience and it's like I said, it, for me, it's a really, really developed. And there is years.
2: a ritual involved in it when you think about right. how you take it out of the sleeve and how you hold it. Yeah. God forbid, do not put a thumbprint on the grooves. <laughs> well, and especially you- now. Back in the day, nobody did that, you know. Right. Right, right. Right. And no. then, of course, you put it on the turntable, then you have to display the the sleeve so you, you know what you're listening to.
0: In Arena yeah. Host, uh, Mike Todd is with us. And Mike, the two things that really drew me to vinyl were the expense and the inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Because once you start dicking around with vinyl, you're immediately reminded, wow, there is nothing convenient. But like you said, it's the ritual. It's the whole. So how many do you have in your collection now? Because I got quite a collection that I bought. Oh, I've I didn't collect. I just bought someone's collection.
1: Oh, I've I've got, I've probably got at least a a hundred right now, which is small to some, you know, for some collectors, you know, they've got just walls and walls and stuff like that. But, you know, you, you first, you start with the essentials and then, and then after that, you kind of, you find, you go, you find yourself at yard sales or flea markets. And I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead,
2: ahead, Christy, I'm sorry. uh, Well, the convo down at OU uh, and I took, and I told Jerry earlier this morning, I had quite a nice vinyl collection. Uh, in the 80s that I decided, oh, I've got these uh, wooden peach crates full of my vinyl records. You took them all to college. I took them all to college. And guess what? At the end of my freshman year, they were all stolen.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Everybody took
2: their fave. Everybody took their fave. But the Convocation Center, the Convo, used to have uh, record shows. You know, once or twice a year in the 80s, oh, we that's could go. Right, I yeah. All about that. And I would go and I would get, to, can I say bootlegs? But yeah, bootlegs where somebody had a little handheld recorder and recorded Zeppelin right, in Japan right. in Absolutely. 1971. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And that's when I really got involved, is is to get all that. But I haven't had a vinyl collection in years. Well,
0: Mike, we have this mighty John Marshall, and he's like America's foremost authority on vinyl. His, his oh, yeah. Moneymusic.com you want to know any of your values, he does the guide. He's a real big. Well, he kept telling us Meet the Beatles was one of the holy grails. It was in, you know, top condition, mint condition. It could go up to $10,000 or something. So everyone's looking for that. That's top of mind, right, for me. And then I see on Craigslist, uh, a friend of mine texted me and said, check this ad out. I know you were talking about vinyl, and it was this guy, he was desperate, he was broke or whatever, and his apartment was raped by where I live. So I go over and I look at his collection, he's got four Meet the Beatles, and now they're not in Min- total commission. mint, you know, what a collector would, but if they're not tens, they're eights. Okay. A seven, wow. eight, or a nine, I mean, they are right there. And then there was a, a bunch of Elvis... Christmas, Elvis Hawaii Live, Sinatra so I paid 400 bucks I got like two, 300 of them nice and as great as it is to have the collection nothing is worse during a move than vinyl <laughs> albums
2: <laughs> oh absolutely you gotta lug those things oh my god of all things to have to lug from place to place that damn record collection what kind of turntable did you get from your buddy
0: at the CBJ there
1: um uh, Dave gave me it's an Audio Technica um and uh it's great it's you know it's uh it 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 uh, serves the purpose of what yeah. I need.
0: Right back I mean, in like the I day know. it was always the Marantz. The Mar- oh. Who's got the Marantz? No we just got the Pioneer. <laughs> the Pioneer. Yeah, my brother's got a Panasonic. We don't have much money but
1: <laughs> that Marantz oh my dad had the uh, had the uh, stereotypical 1970s single guy pioneer hi-fi system yeah. when I was a kid, and we would just right. I would you know, want to play he'd want to play Neil Diamond, and I'd want to play Black Sabbath.
0: Remember those speakers? Sometimes they had like the Panasonic's or the Sony's. They had those plastic speakers that were even attached or detached with the wires and everything. But then there were those. Big floor,
2: wooden cabinet ones. You go, know, what, what the hell? My grandparents had that, had the TV in it, had the turntable no, on top. No, that's not the
0: TV, just the speakers, remember? Just... Floor speakers. Okay, because this big was a Big wooden whole, cabinet floor speakers. Yeah, this was a whole... It was a piece of furniture. Yeah, and, and then the, the turntable right. was... The top would open. Yes.
1: <laughs> those, those things were massive.
0: So the Blue Jackets on the road in Tampa tonight, and then they'll go again uh, Thursday night. When will they be back in town so anyone listening can maybe bring you a little
1: present? No. Um, the Next Tuesday we will actually be in town next Tuesday night and I believe we play the uh, we play the Tampa Bay Lightning again so um, come on out we'd love to see you and you know once again the season not going the way we want it to I still think we got a must to turn things around but once again, I'm just happy to have fans back. So, yeah, you no know, pay. I guess
0: I hadn't, I don't pay enough attention, close enough attention, Mike. So, that's the schedule in the NHL then. They do four, they do two and two, home and home. It's almost home. like
1: a baseball schedule. It's almost like a baseball ah, schedule. Ah, right on. Against team,
0: yeah. All right. Well, we look forward to uh, hopefully getting into the arena and seeing you next Tuesday night. Thanks, buddy. Good thanks, luck Mike. collecting your vinyl. <laughs> All
1: right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye.